Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise, we exalt you because you are God and there is none like you. Thank you, Father God, for another time to come under your presence, to learn to know more about you. Thank you, Father, for our eyes of understanding that is enlightened as we listen to your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Ritz, um, for this opportunity again to come and share with the brethren. Thank you. Well, today I'm just um, going to just remind us, because um, majorly what we normally do is to remind one another as we see the day come up about God's promises, God's precepts, God's principles, what God is saying, some things that must have slipped through our hands. You know, once you hear it, you just, oh, you know, you're just kind of putting us, um, reminding of, of what our kingdom, the kingdom of God is all about and what God has in store for us. Today I'm just going to talk about um, three different um, ways of um, blessing, giving in that sense that God normally used to bless his children. That is principle based from the word of God. Because even in a, in a house, in a family, the way the family runs differs from family to family. Why? Because due to what the parents had already set on ground, the values, everything the parents had already, you know, chain up their children with. So that's why each and every one of us on earth, we all differ. The way my, my father would always say, oh, respect the small and the big. When when I was growing up, because my elder sister was in boarding school, so it was I was the next person in the house. So he always says, you dare not disrespect the last person in this house. You have to respect them and as well respect any anybody's above you. And it has always been a guiding principle in the house. And that's why to the minimums, to the little of the last one of the house, when she talks, everybody keeps quiet. Like we're not saying, mm, we're not brushing her off. We're not saying what you're saying is not is not relevant. No. It, it, it got so funny. I could remember one time when I was working with a, one of my bosses and my father called and he was kind of going on and on and on with trying to tell me what's happening. And I said, okay, so what did every other person in the house say? He was like, apparently I was answering the call in front of my boss. So he now told me why. I said, so daddy, I think I go with everybody because what everybody's saying negates what you are actually trying to pass down. He was like, but Ijoma, I said, daddy, this is this. This is why I stated my case. So he was like, okay, but when are you coming back? I said, I'm coming. So okay, when you come, we talk more. So I dropped the phone. My boss was surprised. Was like, is that your father you're talking to? I said, yes. He said, are you talking? I said, well, he trained us this way. So when it's now time for him to receive it, he has to receive it back because he has trained us to when you are coming you come with your strong reason when you're coming you state your case when you're coming you ensure you're not just blabbing because oh you are fighting against this person's opinion or something so that's how it is in the kingdom of god another way god blesses us is um giving through giving and i'm just going to mention three of a good you know three different ways we can god uses to bless his children let's open um Psalm 122. Psalm 122, sorry. 
verse 9. It says, um, for the sake of the house, for the sake of the house of the Lord, our God, I will seek your prosperity. So one of the ways which God blesses his children is through what I call kingdom investment. <clears throat> what do you mean by this kingdom investment? It's um it's it's our responsibility as the children of God, responsibility of a Christian if you are in a particular assembly a particular place you have already decided in your heart that this is the place i'll call i'll come to worship god i'll come to fellowship with god and with the brethren this is a place i've come to submit my you know you know to work in the vineyard of god a physical place then it is your responsibility as a child of god to invest in the kingdom mandate I call it kingdom mandate because each assembly has different, you know, um, visions and different missions, which, you know, they are kind of pursuing. Now, it's a way of tying your resources because our resources are the money which we have in our hands is kind of tied to our lives. I remember, you know, when I was doing HR work and you come late. The only way coming late will make impact in your life so that tomorrow you dare not try it is they deduct the money from you. So that tomorrow you will remember to be cautious enough to call in and say, sorry, I am running late. And it's now depends on what the rules of that organization says if somebody calls in to say this is the situation of things and what is the lean way or anything they can do to you know not to punish you or to deduct your funds so the same thing it is when you are giving your funds your time your funds to god in any kingdom investment which the the ministry has at that time you are tying kind of yourself to it and that is why is a reflection of how you see the passion which you have in seeing this investment this kingdom projector kingdom um whatever kingdom uh, needs the, the 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 ministry has at that particular time you are sowing into it uh, into the house of god Be for example now we have camp meeting coming up one time we had um, we also have the media um we also have a place we have to reach out to people these are part of our kind of um, projects which we have in church nobody outsider definitely cannot come to to to, to do it though god prompts people that's going to the supernatural level things to bless people to give to the particular ministry and that's why when when you listen to some um, TB, TBN and all that, you always say, oh, so into this ministry, do this, that, that, that. 
and you send. I can remember when we were growing up, we used to so oh, we used to send funds. Oh, we want to bless this ministry, we want to do this to this ministry. You don't send, it's not as if you have so much, but because you believe that what God is doing in this ministry, it's what being responsible along with is what sowing your seed is what giving into that to be able to see the you know the furtherance of the gospel anything to do with furthering the gospel always yield always yield in the kingdom of god sowing seed to the missionaries sowing seed to gospels sowing seed to ensure that they you know that everything in the house of God runs, there's always a blessing attached to it. Like I said, giving in the house of the, you know, towards God's project, towards kingdom investment, is not a favor, but it is our responsibility. It's just like in your own home, now that you know you are working and the family has a project to do, everybody contributes everybody even if it means sharing it that oh because you earn higher you pay higher or because you're senior you pay higher but everybody brings in little funds is being drawn for everybody to ensure the projects in that house you know moves forward the same thing happens in the kingdom of god so we don't just close our eyes when we receive you know when we come to the church to our own ministry and then there is a call for giving and you keep quiet. No, it's our responsibility to be able to do that, to be able to say, oh God, I join, I know this is a good cause. I know this is you. Let me, I'm sowing it. I am giving towards this. No matter how late it is, it can be, you know, like the media, we normally have, you can do quarterly, you can do monthly, you can do yearly, you can do every time. It depends on how your strength and your capability is. Second Corinthians 9, verse 6 to 8, mention about how we are meant to give. But now the Bible is saying we should give what? Not grudgingly. Not with anger. Not with, mm, they have come again. What are they saying? They want to collect the little money that I have in my pocket. How am I going to do this? How am I going to... No. You just have to. You, if you have it at the back of your mind, you'll be able to give without compa- without anybody compelling you. Without anybody, you know, begging you, trying to kind of um, dance, cajole, rub your head you know, build your, like, kind of, um, oh, I'm building my muscles to be able to ask um, this sister or this brother that um, I want to ask for money from this person. Or, hey, have you given to us this? No. It's our response. If you see it as a responsibility towards the kingdom of God, this is God's work. Don't look at that. Day. Of course, God will not come down from heaven to to do his, you know, to run around or ensure things go. No, but everything he would do is through humans. So it's through these same humans that will still come to it. Oh, there is a need in the church. There is a need in the ministry. Then it's left for you to give towards it. This is your ability. Like I said, Second Corinthians is saying something from verse nine, chapter nine, verse six. Said, remember this: 
whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly and whoever sows generously will also reap generously each man should give what he has decided in his heart if you make a decision every time like seriously father god anytime anytime there's need in the church i will give towards it you do not need anybody to start knocking on your door to say oh have you given did you give you know it's because you might think it's easy to come and ask someone it's not it's never easy because if you're in 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 the shoe of the person that is meant to go around asking for money you will know that it takes grace to ask people for money he said to give not what reluctantly or under compulsion for god loves a what a cheerful giver and then what did the bible says in verse 8 he said and god is able to make all grace abound towards you once you sow that once you give it then our father is not rest on his on him to be able to make all grace abound towards you so that at all times having all that you need you what abound in every good work you will abound there's no way god does not owe he will never there's no way you will give on to God that he will not bless you. He will not make his grace to abound towards you. Provided you give what? With an understanding. That is where most of us miss the miracle. An understanding. One, what is the principle of our kingdom? When you are giving, you are giving what? As you are proposed in your heart, you are giving what? As you are you know you ask god father this need is here what do i give and he tells you once god has dropped that information of the amount you meant to give you will see why because he's the one giving you that instruction so there is a grace abound that he has attached to it that immediately you give cheerfully you will see the reward behind it but once you are giving grudgingly sorry you between you and i honestly you have just dashed the money out. You have just dashed it. Like, seriously, it's as good you are giving a stranger that money. But if you follow this principle of God, by giving towards his house, towards the project, kingdom investment, you can use it and stand in the day you are going towards reason with God if you are in a financial constraint. It's another weapon you can remind God, Father, this is it. This is it. I saw towards this. I mean, I mean, what? Stating your case with God and praying through for your own financial need. But always have this in mind that God will surely make all grace abound to you. That at all times, at all times, having all that you need, we abound in every good work. Then another way which we can also, God uses to bless his children. It's called prophet offering. <clears throat> There's been a lot of stories about this prophet offering. There's been a lot of stories, but brothers and sisters, to be honest with you, no matter how people misuse it, no matter how people turn it upside down, no matter how people talk negatively about it, it's one of the principles in the Bible. What is our guiding line in our kingdom? It's what God's word. 
Can you find it in God's word? Yes. Do you believe it? Yes. If you believe it, just like the scripture has said, what you believe, that is what will work for you. But if you don't believe it, surely we will not get the benefit of it. But definitely when you get to heaven, you will see that it is part of it. Part of ways God uses to, to bless his children. So the way, just like there's a word in the you know in the word that says the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. The same thing, the way to tap or open a, a prophet's grace, a man of God's grace, is to give towards that person. Is to give towards that man of God. Is to bless the man of God. How you want to bless it? It's your way. It's your concern. But the bottom line is this: the grace of the grace upon that servant of God will only be open towards you when you are able to descend and to sow into that grace. Remember one time when we had a meeting, and Reverend was like, um, "We should give towards." One of I'm um, Reverend Bade, if I can remember, yes, and some of the ministers that came one time. He's doing it because he understands this principle that when you sow into a man's grace, the anointing and the grace upon that person flows towards you. You receive the blessing behind the grace upon the servant of God. So, God has already told us that if you give a prophet a cup of water, you, you give a prophet anything, then what is it? You will receive that prophet's reward. Let's, let's open first Sam, Samuel. First Samuel chapter 9. This was the story of when Samuel's family lost um, some of their donkeys and the father gave him an instruction to go and look for it with the servants. When, from verse 5, he said, when they reached the district and they got there and they couldn't find it and somebody suggested, oh, can we go back? Saul said, can we go back? Sorry, Saul, not Samuel, sorry. He said, can we go back? And then he said no, but his father would definitely not find it funny that they did not um, come back with it. But it's, it's one of the servants from verse 6, he says, but the servants replied, look, in this town there is a man of God, he is highly respected, and everything he says comes true. Let's go there now, perhaps he will tell us what way to take. So now said to his servants, if we go, what can we give the man? The food on our sack is, is what is gone. We have no gift to give to the man of God. What do we have? That's, that's so. He was saying, what do we have? Then the someone was able to not say, oh, we have something. Then they went and they were able to get it. And that even made him, made, he just like, he just came to the face of, you know, the man of God. And God now came up and that was how he became he was chosen. So the grace upon a, a servant of God will definitely flow towards us. Now, most of the time, we always think it's money, 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 money. No, 
you can sow your time, you can sow material things, you can give financially too. These are ways because all these things are tied to you. So it's there are ways which 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 can be used to bless the man of God. Now, when you are sowing, you are not just you know there are times eh, when when they say so give this, this. It's you having the understanding of why you are doing what you are doing. But if you cannot discern and to have that understanding, like I've said, it's as if you are dashing somebody money. You are just dashing. The man of God money, you are just dashing Kingsville Church money, you are just dashing without any blessing attached to it. So you have to have an understanding of what it is. Look at um, when, um, what is it called? Isaac wanted to bless his children. He told his son, one of his sons, the one he, he, he thought was, you know, he loved and said, okay, make me what a venison. And he will not. When he ate it, the anointing upon him, the grace, he was able to bless. He so blessed that Jacob to the extent when Esau came back, he told him, sorry, everything is gone. There is nothing more left. He cried and said, Father, at least there must be something that you can use to. He said, sorry sorry it's all gone that is the grace upon him flowed and he was able to bless his son this grace which i'm talking about every blessing is according to what the the servant that person you are giving to has will flow towards you i remember you, um, one time, my my also previous boss were had financial. He was he was waiting for some funds and all that. So he bossed me. He said, I, "I needed to do something. Do you have? I need a certain amount of money. The money was huge." I said, "Oh, okay, I have." But I was just thinking in my mind. I said, "Sir, why are you bring me?" He said, "Money hadn't come in yet, but he needed to execute something." I said, "No problem." I sent him. Do you know when he was returning that money? He did not return it the way he returned it. Uh, even me. I was like, ah, I wish I had given more so I can receive more. He added more than beyond my dreams. Because that is somebody that was that is wealthy in that capacity. Or somebody comes to ask you. Just just imagine a billionaire coming to ask you for 1,000. Do you think he will return that 1,000 back? No, it happened to me. Not once, not twice, not three times. Most of my bosses, once they collect, they return it more than what they have even collected. It's the same thing. The same principle applies. The money will definitely not come back the way it is. But why they, they want to save their face. They want to kind of show that, oh, oh I am big. If I can collect it today, let me just show that I, ju I just collect that, you know, just like that. And just give you waza. That is how it is. Then the third one, which I also like to talk about, is the seed feet. Hmm. This is another concept, again, that um, a lot of people have actually also you know spoken about in a in a different way the seed faith is based on the power of the resurrection the way christ died and rose and he rose attracting a lot everybody on earth those who believe in him that is the way the seed faith works that is the way the seed faith work because jesus was a seed that was sown and he died and he came back alive and 
through his death and his resurrection, you and I and every other believers on earth have been, you know, called into the kingdom of God. So if a seed that is sown does not first of all die, and it will not, it will, it will, it will, it will not work. It has to die. That seed. So it's the same thing. Your seed faith is a seed, and you are attaching your faith to it. So when you give, this one is you given of your own will, of your own volition. If you want something in life, and you say, Father God, I am believing you for a huge thing, then you take a seed, money. It can even be. I, I remember in Anglican church when my parents want to do something like that at times it might even be a need in church you might even attend to a need in church it might even be even the older people in the village then they used to my grandma she harvest a lot of her good uh her product her, you know in the farm and take it to the church and she will say she's taking it because of her children who are traveled out she was just explaining i said hey i said he said yes so we carry it for her to the church and the man of God will bless her pray on her consigning that seed she's sowing it because that is the only thing she has at that time so it depends on what you have to sow you can come and say you want to do this you're sowing it is a seed you're attaching your faith because that is what you you have when you sow and remember every seed that is sown once it it grows it produces many seeds in the same thing with our seed faith once you is a principle once you sow it with an understanding it will produce that which you so desire why because a seed will die and then germinate and then grow you can sow whatever you want to sow sow anything to correct children correct you know whatever is happening in your in your environment in in work at work and all that let's remember that seeds have some has terrestrial some has celestial but the reason why most of us use money is because money is something you know is in your pocket apart from that time um, it's um it has a great reflection like i said and value and sacrifice of your person so once you are giving it it's paining you once you are giving it you know you feel it the impact you feel it and because it is also tied money is also tied to your life like i said when i started that um most of the time, once a you know any money is deducted from us when we're working, it used to pain. In fact, the pain will last for life because once you want to do that mistake, you remember that eh, if you dare come late, the penalty is even if it is one error because it is deducted, it's short of what you normally receive for the month. Ah, you will not find it funny. So if you have any issue in any way, you can source it. Just attach your faith to it. And then believe God. Keep declaring it until you see the manifestation. That which you have so deceitful. Just like you know, faith comment. The same thing. When you sow that seed, you just don't go and relax. But you, because the enemy too will not relax. So you too just keep declaring it. You keep stating your case until you see the manifestation of that which you have sown your seed come to pass. This is it. So I want to say thank you, Father, for this words which we have heard today. I want to say thank you, Father God, that we go, that we all keep remembering that we have to, you know, be responsible towards our ministry. We have to give to us 
our pastors, we have to also sow seed in in anything, in any dimension. We pray, Father God, that you grant us the grace to be doers of your word and not hearers only in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening today. God bless you and you have a lovely day. Thanks. Bye.